Good morning. How are you all this morning? Good, good. Um, so uh, this morning is our Vision Sunday. Um, so it's a time where we reflect uh, on our vision here at Three Counties Church, uh, where we believe God's calling us, what we believe God is wants us to be and what he wants us to do. And after the year that was 2020, boy, don't we need some good vision. Um, I want to just start off with a couple of readings. Um, So if you've got a Bible, um, feel free to turn to John chapter 15. Um, We're going to read verse 1 to 5. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it may be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine you are the branches. If a, if a man remain in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And then if we skip forward to verse 12, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. And then if we can skip over to Romans Um, to two of my favorite verses that we've spent quite a bit of time on as a church family. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I'm going to cover quite a lot of things this morning. God's vision is is quite large, but but don't worry, uh, we don't have to do it all. Uh, So this isn't a call for people to do more, right? So I'm not just after that one extra person to be on the coffee team, although bring back the days when we can have coffee and conversation after church on a Sunday morning. Um, But we're a body. Um, You know, we we, each person just needs to play the part uh, that they are equipped to do and called to do by God. And some of you might be doing too much, actually, and God's call might be actually step back from something. And others are going to be called this morning into different things or new things. But we're not here to catch my vision for the church We want to hear the Lord's voice. So my request right from the outset is just to listen, listen for his voice, because when it's his call, it's going to work out well. My story, um, just just under three years ago, some of you know, uh, Jonathan Carter, our previous pastor, asked me to lead this church, um, and I said no. Uh, because I had a full-on day job that I still felt called to do. I have a family, um, and, and nor did I feel that I had either the experience or the skills to do what Jonathan did. Um, but then I prayed, 
And I felt God say three things. You know, you don't need to do what, God, what Jonathan did. You just need to do three things. One, lead the leadership team. Two, lead our wider leaders. So uh, the, the group of people that, that do so much actually around this, this church family. And the third thing is steer our Sunday gathered church. And I felt, well, actually... I, I, I can do those three things. Um, I wasn't sure if I had the time, but I knew that if God called, he was going to equip, he was going to make it possible. And I can testify, my story is, after being in this role for two and a half years, including going through a pandemic, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Leading the church hasn't been a stress for me, and that's thanks to God, but also thanks to all of you, actually, um, not just you in the building, but you um, on the live stream as well, who have stepped up and, and done and been obedient to all that God has asked you to do. So anyone happy to be in 2021? Yeah, lots of hands. Um, 2020 has not been an easy year for many people. In addition just to the normal trials of life, and, and, and we acknowledge life is hard, life, life is not easy, um, but COVID-19 has added a whole other level of difficulty, cruelly, prematurely taking the lives of many people, causing health challenges for thousands or tens of thousands more, putting our NHS under immense strain, causing economic damage to many businesses, taking away jobs and livelihood and putting people under financial strain, disrupting community, enforcing isolation and making loneliness, which I think already was a pandemic, even worse. Well, it's good news. We're, we're in a new year. It's 2021. Um, and there's been lots of comments in the media. You've probably seen them about the tunnel. And, you know, it's comments that um, we're not at the end of the tunnel and it might be getting a bit more darker. It's definitely uh, tougher over the last couple of weeks, pandemic wise. But I think we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And for me, anyway, the beginning of a new year is a great time to look forward and to plan and to ask what should we be focusing on? in this particular year. It's a good time to let hope arise and to see with the eyes of faith. So that's what I want to do this morning. Can anyone tell me uh, what our vision is at Three Counties Church? There are three things. You can say it quietly under your mask. Sorry? Authentic relationships, that's number two. Let's see if this can work. Loving God, yeah. Loving God, developing authentic relationships, and the third one has come up already, <laughs> impacting our communities, and, and that's to see lives transformed by Jesus. And that's been our vision for the last five or ten years, and it's, it's not changing. Um, in fact, I think... Um, you know, when I looked at what I shared this time last year, when we had no clue about COVID, you know, I, the, the sense that our vision is still what God is calling us to was really strong. And actually, some of the things um, that I shared for 2020, I actually believe we're, we're, st we're still in the same season. Um, you know, God has, we've seen some of it, but those promises are still relevant for 2021. So, if it's okay, I'm going to replay some of that for you. Um, so this is what I shared uh, about this time last year. Uh, we talked about loving God. Um, we talked about developing authentic relationships and about impacting our communities. Um, and 
Uh, if you want to find out more, I've flicked through those slides very quickly, you can go onto our website and, and you can have a look at that talk from last year. But I also shared that I was excited about our future as Three Counties Church, and actually I still am. Um, and it, it, in late 2020, we heard a number of prophetic voices um, saying that while we build on strong foundations, we're going to see new people doing new things, that we're going to have a new voice as Three Counties Church. Um, we heard people saying that there's a time of harvest coming, and I've had that emphasized just recently as well, and that we need to get ready for it, that the oil of God's joy was going to be poured out, that what is in heaven will be released on earth, and that we should not rush and I sense that while some of these things have happened through 2020, despite all the suffering and restrictions, but, but not all. Um, and back in 2020, I also shared that as a leadership team, when we weighed these things, uh, we felt that God was stirring and that we should prepare, that God will move us beyond where we traditionally, where we normally operate, that we should recognize our limits but that God is actually going to use our very limits to advance his kingdom. And very importantly, we must posture our hearts towards God's presence, not these promises. And then I shared that over the, the course of 2020, this might mean four things. And the first was this, change. <laughs> and uh, Boy, did I have no clue how much change there was going to be in 2020. And while some of the changes have been difficult, um, actually some of the changes we've experienced as Three Counties Church have not been difficult. We've welcomed Holly as our youth worker, and we believe she's the right person for this role at this time. We started streaming our services, and we've seen new people connect with our services online we launched new small groups, and we've actually got uh, nearly 75% of our church family are now connected in, in some way, to a small group. And we're relaunching sort of our, our pastoral links team, which we'll, you'll hear more about in the coming weeks. So there was change in 2020, and there'll be more change in 2021. Change as we, God willing, are gradually released from the restrictions and can meet without social distancing and have coffee and conversation before church and after church. Change as we seek God for an associate leader. Um, this is a full-time staff role that we've been uh, talking about for nearly a year. And over the course of the, the, the last year, we, we looked at uh, quite a number of people um, for this role, but none have worked out. Um, and please pray for us. We still believe there, there is a role needed there. Um, as a leadership team, we're going to be looking again at what, what the shape of that role is. Um, is it the same job descriptions we have? Does it need to be tweaked? And how we take that forward. So please, please pray about that. And there may be change as well as we explore being, becoming part of the Vineyard Network of Churches. So again, we've been talking about that for a, a year, or just a, a, around a year now, um, and we recently asked for feedback uh, via small groups, and we've got quite a lot of that, which has been overwhelmingly positive, um, but there has been a number of questions and concerns identified that we will look to explore those over the next few months with a view to making a decision on how we proceed as a church family. 
And I pray too that there will be change in us as individuals as we grow closer to Jesus and as others meet Jesus and get added to our church family. So I said there was going to be change in 2020 and I believe that is part of what God's saying to us for 2021. I also said last year that there was going to be danger. Um, I said our church was not going to be a safe environment in 2020. And I wasn't talking about COVID at all. I wasn't envisaging by any stretch of imagination that we would be wearing masks. But I was saying that if you're just looking for a cozy Christian club, then this, this isn't it. Um, There has been some danger in 2020, particularly as people have reached out to serve others. So those inside the church family, but also as people in our church family have reached out to others in our community to serve them, to bless them with acts of love and kindness, to be God's hands and feet in our community. And I believe this is going to continue in 2021. As we serve our community, as we welcome people into our church family, there's going to be mess there might even be danger and risk. Last year I said uh, we need to take risks in 2020 and I was talking about stepping out in faith and obedience to God's voice and that might be to pray for somebody, to offer prayer for somebody. It might be to invest your time and your love in someone and sometimes we're going to hear God's voice and we're going to know it's him. Other times, we're, we're just going to have the sense that this is what Jesus would do. And we, we, we want to have that boldness to step out and to take that risk. So we took some risks as individuals and as a church in 2020. And I think God is calling us to take more risks for the kingdom in 2021. And the final thing I said in 2020 was sacrifice. Stepping into all God has for us will not come without sacrifice. The way of Jesus is the way of the cross. And Jesus calls us to put everything on the line. We, just, we read earlier, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus calls us to make our bodies living sacrifices, as we also read in Romans chapter 12, as our act of worship. He's going to refine us. He's going to change us. And some of you gave sacrificially in 2020 to the church, to other people around you, but ultimately for Jesus himself. And Jesus' call for all of us in 2021 is to more sacrifice. And can I encourage you just to listen out for his call? Because whenever he calls, even if it might be hard, even if it does involve sacrifice the way of the cross, it's worth it. And that's my story in terms of leading this church. And I pray it's going to be your story too, if it isn't already. So as a leadership team, we've been doing some thinking about 2021 and praying about this year, asking what does God want to do in our little expression of church in the three counties area. And three things are on my mind that I want to share, all build on what I've just covered and tie into our vision. The first is this, I believe God wants to bless us with his presence. 
And I'm not just talking about our services, whether you're watching online. You know, we, we want you to feel and experience God's presence when, when you're here in the building. We want you to experience God's presence in our services. But he doesn't just want our, to, to meet us once a week on a Sunday morning, right? He wants to bless us with his presence in our daily walk. We read Jesus' command to abide in the vine. And we've got to keep doing that. And as we posture ourselves towards him, he will meet us with his presence. He wants us to abide in him. And that's 24-7, 365 days a year. It's constant practicing his presence wherever we go. Does anyone use the, the Bible app on your phone? Verse of the day today? It was John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. That's just amazing. Um, and I think God's just been emphasizing that in my mind. We're going to be talking about silence and solitude over the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to cover Sabbath and then cover fasting. And these are all spiritual disciplines that help us abide in the vine that help us practice the presence of Jesus. And we're going to have the opportunity to put these into practice in our small groups. So can I encourage you to prioritize his presence in 2021? Jesus himself needed time with his Father. He often got up before dawn, climbed up a mountain just to connect with a Father. And if this isn't really already part of your daily routine, can I encourage you to build it in? Not necessarily the getting up before dawn or the climbing a mountain bit, but th th those are good too. Um, but just spending time in the Father's presence. God is offering his presence to you this year. The second thing is change us. He wants to make us more like Jesus. And as I was thinking about this, I just wondered if some of you have actually lost faith in this. You've tried to change, but it hasn't really worked. And, and, and maybe it's over years or maybe even over decades, and you've just given up. And this morning, I believe God is saying he wants to change you from the inside. And it might be a gradual process. It doesn't have to be a, an immediate thing. And it's not just about changing behavior, though that might be a result. It's about our hearts and our attitudes changing as we spend time abiding in his presence. And can I challenge you to do this in community? Um, last autumn, as I said, we, we established a whole bunch of new small groups. And if you're not in one, uh, please contact the office if you're online. Hopefully we can pop the office email address up um, or talk to me or one of the leadership team or Dick Durrant. We'd love to help you get connected into a small group. And in the past, we've always just uh, let small groups follow whatever material they believe was right for, this, for their small group. But this year, we're, we're going to be asking small groups to dig into the Sunday teaching um, Tom Rhodes has actually kindly prepared some discussion material for small groups to use to uh, explore the practices uh, a bit more. Um, and in community, 
just to try them out, to see how they work, to see what shape of the practices work best for each of you. And in each small group, there's probably going to be a variety of experience of the different practices we'll cover. So, for example, with silence and solitude, in your small group, you might find there's some people that are just masters of silence and solitude. They've been doing it for decades, and you can learn so much from them. And there may be some, like I was only a year or two ago, who are quite new to silence and solitude. Um, So learn from each other in your small groups. And look for the change in you. Look for the change in others. Uh, Be accountable. Ask the difficult questions and help one another grow. And the third thing is move in our communities. God wants to draw people to himself. We believe that, don't we? 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Jesus died for the whole world, for everyone, and his invitation is for everyone to believe and follow him. So how will he do this? Well, while he alone can touch someone's heart, he uses us practically, doesn't he? We are his hands and feet for works, words, and wonders. We need to do the works he's asked us to do, so sharing the gospel practically with our actions. We need boldness to use the words he asks us to say to communicate the gospel and his invitation for people to follow him clearly. And we need faith to do the wonders as well, to pray for healing, to expect miracles, and to see people's lives transformed by Jesus' love and power. So just as I finish, what does this mean for us? I, I, again, just three, three challenges. Let, let's step up with Jesus. So loving God is about spending time with him. Actually, I read recently there was some research about um, that found that you know what someone loves, what they're really passionate about, by two things. One, where they spend their time, and two, what they talk about. So as we explore the practices of Jesus... I encourage you just to, to, to try them out and step up, spend time abiding in the vine. Second thing is step in. So step into family, being community, into fellowship. And I know that it's hard at the moment on Sundays. You know, you're either online watching, which is, which is great. Thank you for, for doing that. Um, or else you're here in person but with masks on and not really able to connect or communicate. And I know that's so difficult. Our value is for authentic relationships, so not being able to talk and connect is, is so difficult. But please, as the Apostle Paul says, do not forsake meeting together, whether it is virtual or whether it's physical. As restrictions ease, do build um, in-person weekly corporate worship into your habits. And I particularly want to encourage any of you that have children or young people, please do help them to be there consistently. And and I know that might be sacrificial for some of you, um, but without consistency, we have found that our young people and our children actually really struggle to connect. They, They struggle to form those authentic relationships. So think about it, pray about it, talk openly with our our youth leaders and children's leaders, so with with Holly, with Tara, and so on, and and help them to form those authentic relationships. And and small groups, one final time, can I encourage you uh, just to give yourself to your small group, 
to step in to authentic relationship, to be vulnerable, to be accountable, and to grow together and serve together. And then the final one is to step out. Uh, we never want to become an inward-focused church. We're focused on Jesus, but he gave us the great commission to go, not to stay, uh, to go into all the world and make disciples, to call others to follow Jesus. As Paul put it, to be all things to all people in order to save some. So let's step out in what we do in our acts of compassion and generosity. I really sense actually that's an area that's going to grow in 2021. Let's step out in our words, being clear about why we do what we do, sharing our faith and our love for Jesus, and step out in faith, uh, asking and expecting God to do great things. So let's pray. Father God, thank you that you know the end from the beginning. And Lord, we believe you have great plans for 2021 for us as individuals, but also for us as a church body here in the Three Counties area. So Father, I pray that just if there's anything I've said that's not of you, would you just let it fall fall away? But Father, I pray that what is of you, that you would confirm, that you would just embed into our hearts. And I just ask that as each of us just seek you for what you want us to do, how you want us to respond. Lord, would you lead us? Would you lead us into life? We acknowledge that your, that your yoke is easy, that your burden is light. And we know your way is the way of sacrifice. We know there will be difficulty. But Lord, we choose this morning to follow you. And if there's anyone here uh, this morning or, or listening online and you don't know Jesus yet as your own Savior, as your own Lord, can I just invite you to make that decision to follow him this morning? Maybe you might want to pray alongside me and just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you died on the cross to save me. And I choose to receive your forgiveness and follow you. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, please let me know. Please let one of the team know. We'd love to encourage you. We'd love to pray for you. Um, bless you all.